0: Hey everyone, this is Mark from the Veteran Professional, and this is the Veteran Semi-Professional, the audio version of the website where I try and give you direct, no-bullshit honesty about things you need to know about getting out of the military. So today I'm highlighting my resource of the week, which is Team Rubicon. So if you've never heard of Team Rubicon, they are a seriously fantastic organization. So they were started by a Marine who returned from combat and realized that a lot of Veterans get back, and are kind of told that, you know, your service to your country, your service to your community is done. You have nothing else to offer. You, you know, if you're going to get out, you got to get a regular job, and like that's the end of feeling like you're giving back to your community. You thought, well, that's kind of bullshit. So we started Team Rubicon, and the idea behind it was, okay, veterans are used to working in uncomfortable places. They like hard work. They like getting dirty. These are things that we're very comfortable with as vets. Why not kind of mesh all these things together and put together this, this organization that can help communities repair and rebuild after they've been devastated by some type of natural event or disaster. Okay. And that was kind of the the genesis of the idea. So what what does team Rubicon do? Like how can you use them as a vet? So what they do is when there's some type of unexpected event from Bad bitch of Mother Nature, whether it be Tornado or Hurricane or even now they're responding to, to COVID, um, working at food banks and things like that. They put together a team from their organization to try and respond to that and, and help out. So most of what they do is within the United States. So, you know, the Tornado lands in Iowa and they send out a team to to give back and try and help people out in that tough time. They also have international deployments that they do. Um, there's, there's, those require a little more vetting, a little more effort. Um, they don't take anyone on that because they're smaller teams, more expensive, things like that, but they do have those options. Uh, and then additionally to kind of maintain that sense of community and also, you know, give back on a more regular basis, they have these events that are, the purpose of them is to like build skills so that, you know, when you go to one of these disasters, you have the relevant skills that you know are necessary to help prepare that community. So for example, like, you know, what, what I, the first time I ever used team Rubicon or ever worked for them, what I did was it was a habitat for humanity project. And we literally, they were working on this house and it had been a, uh, they'd been rebuilding on this old piece of property and they had this really kind of rickety old shed in the backyard. And it was a one day project and me and a couple other guys just went out there and tore down the shed. Um, the tearing down the shed part was actually fairly easy then compared to the multiple hours of sledgehamming we had to do on the concrete pad, which is a whole other level of work. But the point being is like they have this kind of single day projects too, which may be, uh, it's a good entry point because you can just kind of sign up and go. Now what's important to know for their, their domestic and their international action is, um, in order to be eligible for those, you have to, it takes some lead work on your part. You can't just show up to them. Uh, now, their, their full pathway is all laid out for that online. There's some online classes you kind have to do to understand their methodology, their philosophy, and then also how they, as a disaster response organization, fit into the broader network of organizations that respond to this. Because there's a whole uh, crisis management response framework that's put out by FEMA to kind of guide organizations through this process. And they want to make sure that you as a volunteer, when you're coming on, you understand this process so that you can be a team player so just know that you can't just show up uh you know to one of their responses you kind of have to do some some homework before then but it's the kind of thing if you're if you're focused and putting in the effort you can knock it out in a couple hours all right now additionally one thing i really do want to highlight is this thing they have called the, uh, the clay hunt um it's a clay hunt fellowship program okay now what that is and the reason i'm highlighting it is because it's a program that you have to apply to and currently they're accepting applications until June thirty. Okay, so like what, what is this? And I'm reading directly from the site right now. The Clay Hunt Fellows Program uh, was established in 2012 to increase volunteer engagement and grow veteran leaders within Team Rubicon. The program was inspired by a marine veteran and original TR member, that's Team Rubicon, Clay Hunt, who lived from nineteen eighty two to two thousand eleven. Embodied service, commitment, to service, sacrifice, and loyalty. We are seeking highly motivated and service-driven veterans interested in developing uh, developing themselves and competent leaders through personal discovery and development within this program. Okay, so like, what are they looking for? What, what are you going to do in this program? All right. Expect a course load of five to ten hours per week of remote virtual assignments. Now, I think typically they try and uh, they try and have some type of in-person involvement here, but with COVID and everything going on right now, that's a little dicey. So they're just going straight to just all remote options. The idea behind this thing is that it provides you an opportunity to to learn about yourself uh provides you an opportunity to to volunteer provides you an opportunity to understand more about what team Rubicon is doing and understand more about like finding what that next piece is going to be for you after the military like that that's why i highlight resources like this because a lot of people struggle with it what is my purpose how can i give back what's going to be my sense of community and how am I going to continue to feel like I'm being a contributing member to society when I'm no longer wearing that American flag on my right shoulder? What am I going to continue to do? And organizations like this are trying to capitalize upon the things that you've done in the military and employing those same skills back in the United States and you know, providing an avenue through which people can regain that sense of purpose that's pretty easy to, to pick up on in the military. So I highly encourage you to check them out, even if you do nothing more than, you know, doing some of their day projects. Um, and then if you're super interested in the clay hunt fellows program, I would definitely recommend going to team Rubicon's website and looking that up. I uh, thinking about applying for it. Let me know if you, if you get accepted and start working with it, I'd love to hear more about it. that's it. And I appreciate your time. Yeah. Don't forget to follow me on the social medias and check out the website, theveteranpro.com. And I continue to put out these podcast episodes about important resources that you all should know. All right. Thanks.